Before you begin listening to the show, I just want to give you a heads up that it contains adult language and humour, and as usual, all opinions of guests are solely their own. Hello, I'm Damien Edwardson, one half of Art92 and the co-creator of Premortis, a tale of modern horrors, and welcome to Oh Men to That, the chip-free sporadic podcast series where I'll be talking to a selection of guests on a diverse range of topics, centred in and around the world of art, comics and all things creative. And on this episode, we'll be talking to the creator behind the awesome comics podcast. We'll be looking at where his inspiration came from, and how he, Dan and Tony, combined forces to become the greatest small press podcast on the airwaves today. So get ready to stay awesome as we talk to Vince Hunt and the art of the awesome comics podcast. So on today's show, I'm pleased to be joined by the creator behind the legendary Awesome Comics podcast, which is, in my opinion, the greatest small press podcast going today. In addition to podcasting, he's also a legend of the comic scene, having written and drawn titles such as The Red Mask from Mars, MI666, and one of my personal favourites, Murder Road. I'm thrilled to say a big hello to the show, to Vince Hunt. Hello. That was energetic. I like that. It's all right. right? Yeah. It's my best DJ voice, that. I've been yeah, practising. Lovely, lovely. Yeah. I mean, it's a bit weird, isn't it? Because you'll know this, being a podcaster and of much mm. more standing than, than me. Oh. But you listen don't. to um, <laughs> you listen to the Americans, and they've just got this natural ability to sound interested, don't they? And I listen to me, and I think, <laughs> I need a fucking pet pill. <laughs> no. This show's great, dude. If you if you, if you sound too excited and you're British, you just fall into tip yeah, territory true. straight it's, away. It, it's it? true. It's like a children's TV presenter, isn't it? Timmy Mallet. Yeah. <laughs> Hi Brilliant. there, guys. How was your day? So you, you've yeah. got that ability to do it, though. What, to bullshit? I mean, thankfully, <laughs> uh, we're on the record, so thankfully, I'm always interested in whatever anyone has to say. Of course you are. Of yeah. course you are. It's just the other two, but we'll come on yeah. to that later on, won't yeah. we? Yeah. So anyway, how are you, mate? You okay? Yeah, yeah, all, all good, all good. 2020's been a, a strange year, but, mm. you know, you keep ticking on. And it's good to have things like, you know, entertainment and podcasts and comics and all this thing to concentrate on. Yeah. And uh, and as you know, by doing this show, there's a lot to think about in there when you, when you do things like this. There is, yeah, yeah. I mean, I know it's that, that kind of adage, which is the point of this show, really, is that, you know, everybody's got a podcast since the lockdown, and obviously I'm one of those people. that's fallen into that trap Mm. but you know as we'll come on to a little bit later we've all got different reasons why we do this i think and that's what makes a lot of them so fascinating and that's why i want to do this series of talking to people who create podcasts that i admire and you know i'm not just saying that it's it's genuinely true i'm I'm going to talk to the people that i listen to every week that i listen to i mean we got to know each other through like, you listened to the show and got in yeah. touch with us and stuff, wasn't it? So. Absolutely, yeah. I think Lawless was the first time we met, wasn't it? Um, yeah. You were sat was, opposite. At the us. table opposite, yeah. He did. And you, and you gave me, oh, there was some sort of... Um, the Green it, Lantern Duck. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> was it soap or was it a cake? I think it was soap, wasn't it? it was I don't know what it was, mate. I got it on a raffle, I've got to be honest. And I thought, oh, where, well, the, where the can I get rid of this? The truth comes out now, you're a sham. Well, you, I... I, I 
I'm I can't be carrying shit back home I, with me, can I? What <laughs> I, I can. Because <laughs> that's thought what you. I thought you cared. The thing I remember about that day as well was the conversation we had about those those haunted dolls that were on eBay. Oh God, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That 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 was that was a that was a load of internet browsing that went on, and even like, oh my God, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I bet there's a few of them appearing under Christmas trees this year. Well, probably. I mean, that'd be amazing, wouldn't it? Getting someone a haunted doll for Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. By the by, the well, uh, the last owner is dead, but don't worry about that. <laughs> How did they there's, die? There's no receipt. <laughs> Beats to death with a haunted doll. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. As long as you're safe, though, mate, and you're well, that's all that matters. Oh, then, um... The bunker is well protected. Um, I've got silvered weapons, just in case any supernatural beasts decide to break in um i know there's a supernatural apocalypse going on outside isn't that what's happening i think so mm-hmm. well it looks like if you walk around where i live um <laughs> <laughs> to be fair yeah. i'm all right nobody from near here will listen to me anyway so i'm okay i think i'll, I'll get away with it, uh, but, um, is, it have you... is, is that the reason why you started the podcast then so i've got nobody to talk to yeah <laughs> there's only me h and the dog and to be fair h talks to the dog more than me now yeah well so... it's a lovely dog He's he's a cracker, isn't he? Although he's he's done something weird today. He started eating grass in the garden for no reason. He's kind of every time H takes him out, he decides he's going to eat a bit of grass. And I'm like, why is he doing that? <laughs> <laughs> well, what's his name? Marty. He's named after Marty McFly. Um, <laughs> because we reckon he could do 88 miles an hour if we took the lead yeah, off. He's a, yeah, he's a greyhound, isn't he? Oh, he's a big lad yeah. and all. So, um, what a great name for a greyhound. That's that's genius. Yeah, his original name was uh, Nemo, believe it or not. And we were Can like, he swim as well? I don't know. But it, oh. to be fair, he didn't answer to anything because he'd, he'd done four years on the tracks and then they just dumped him in a dog zone. Oh. Um, so he'd never actually been a pet. So when we, when we went to see him a couple of times, because he, he did suffer from really bad anxiety. He still does a yeah. little bit um, yeah. with people he doesn't know. And they were like, oh, he's called Nemo. But we don't think he actually knows he's called Nemo because he never responded to it. Oh, but he seems to respond yeah. to Marty, strangely enough. He, I think it must be the, the sound of it he quite mm-hmm. liked. Yeah. so he, he looks quite soft from all the photos and stuff. Yeah, he, he doesn't bark or anything. Yeah. yeah. Um, good on, you. Good on good. you for giving him a hug. No, oh, thank you. Thank yeah. you. And welcome to Pet Chat. Where we'll be... <laughs> <laughs> next week, started, we'll discuss, it. We'll discuss Bobby. <laughs> Well, he's actually sat behind me at the moment, so you Is might he? hear him later. Yeah, he's asleep at the moment, but oh, well. bless him. I love it when he makes his little cameo appearances. Can you Does... hear that? Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> See, I can't, do anything, I can't do anything about that audio, and then you hear him going... I like the, that, though. I, I think it's Dan sometimes, so it doesn't actually mm. bother me. Yeah, um, well, you know. But, uh, <laughs> and his strangulated hernia. Anyway, oh. enough. <laughs> Enough yeah. of all that madness. So, um, yeah, so today we're going to talk about one of my favourite podcasts. And I think one of the first podcasts I actually started to listen to. Because, I, I, as I said last week, I was a bit late to the podcast game. Mm. But I was also a bit late to streaming as well. You know, I was one of those people going, that'll never fucking catch on with it. <laughs> <And then> it's <laughs> like, oops. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, and one of the first podcasts I look for, because when I became aware of it, and I used to listen to podcasts in, in work and stuff, or when I was kind of commuting and things like that, and I started Googling podcasts about comics, and I found a lot of them. But a lot of them were um, overly excitable. Mm. And the thing with podcasts that, that put me off a little bit is they tend to fall into two camps. They're either really interesting and enjoyable, or the people that forget they're actually 
presenting something to other people and just dick around for like yeah. two hours yeah. and it, it gets me down a bit sometimes because i'm thinking i've lost the thread now and yeah. yours is completely in the middle of the two where it's <laughs> it's brilliantly pitched no it is and i don't mean that the way it might sound but not only is it really interesting and really enjoyable but it's really funny as well like it's it's like listening to three blokes having a chat you know and mm. it's brilliant I really do enjoy it, mate. So I'm really pleased you're on and you took the time to come on and that we can have a little chat about how it all came about. Well, you are far too kind. I am humbled. That is um, very lovely of you to say. We um, And we do genuinely appreciate any time anyone says anything nice about the show. And um, yeah, we just I'm glad you're enjoying it. Oh, it's great. Mm. It's great. So do you want to just tell us a little about your history with, with comics and how you actually became interested in the concept of podcasting in the first place? Oof. Now, it's, I, I took a deep breath then, like it was going to be a huge story, but it's not going to be that interesting. Don't don't worry, people. Um, this isn't going to interest you in any way, shape or form. Basically, my um, history with comics is um, I've always sort of had a love of comics. I did have that sort of period, sort of, um, sort of mid-late teens or, you know, we, we drop out for a little bit. And uh, next sort of college years, but um, ever since I was a kid, I was I wanted to make comics. And when I went to my my career's advisor, um, she was like, "What do you want to do?" And I was like, "I want to draw comic books." I'm like, oh, oh, okay. Seemed quite surprised. Mm. Yeah, and so I've always been interested in and in the, in the comic book medium and stuff. And this is coming from a place where there was no, I didn't local comic book stores weren't really a thing. Yeah, then, and um, you know. God bless all you, all you independent people, comic book stores who are actually out there still anyway with everything else that's going on. Um, and even if they were, it would have been, you know, I, I lived in a small town in Dorset. So it would have been, it was really difficult to find any sort of comics really. Apart from the, the news agent, the importance of a news agent in the 80s and sort of early 90s, that, that can't be undersold. The, yeah. the weekly books, even even the monthly, you know, I mean, we've... We, talk sometimes about like you get an issue of x-men and then you won't get the next issue for another three months you know you'd never yeah. get a complete run of something but but even so that you know those little gems of gold you got every time um that was what sort of led me into the uh, is it an addiction i don't think it's an addiction it's, it's sort of like it just becomes part of it's like anything is you know comics are like any sort of entertainment medium mu- music movies you know if if you love it then you know, it's not a guilty pleasure or anything like that. It's a, it's a hobby, mm. isn't it? Um, mm. And certainly, I've just always loved it. And so I was a, I was a superhero kid, if you, if that makes sense. You know, um, when I I got into those sort of books in the Marvel, I was a Marvel boy, right? So, you know, I did drift in and out, um, but then I, I sort of came back. Um, I don't know what year I came back actually, but then when I started to. I just, I just wanted to make my own comic books, but there was yeah. lots of, um, and it does tie into the podcast as well, how, how that all started, because I wanted to sort of make a comic book. I knew nothing about it. Um, there wasn't comic conventions everywhere. Um, it was a bit of a decent journey to, to get to one. I only went to like Bristol once, um, years ago, I think it was years and years ago. And then I didn't go again for another, a few years. Mm. Um, so the next time I sort of managed to go to Bristol, 
which had been going for a few years, I went on a sort of mission of sort of dis- discovery and to see how other people were doing things. You know, conventions were obviously buying lots of comics and discovering cool stuff. Yeah. But also, um, you know, seeing what independent stuff was out there and, and meeting people and things. I mean, in that time, before I even did that, I was still trying to do stuff, um, my own sort of web comics and stuff on, on MySpace. Um, yeah, MySpace. God, deal. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, you know, comic book strips and stuff. When I when I didn't have so much confidence in the drawing, I was doing things with vectors and Illustrator and stuff like that. And that was how sort of Stalkerville came came about. Mm. Like the first thing that sort of bit mental, bit out there, um, not safe for work kind of stuff. And and it, it, it that sort of um, putting a comic out there and, and finding a, a sort of it was a tiny following, but there was a few people. That, that read it and got in, you know, and I met some artists through it, which meant that when I went to that Bristol convention, I met a couple of them, and of course was buying their stuff. And but then I was looking beyond Stalkerville. I wanted to draw something myself, right. um, and that led to the sort of Red Mask from Mars. And you know, I, I was um, I'm always on a sort of fact finding mission, as it were. And when, when yeah. you're just starting out, it was a case of like, I I, I I'm the same with music as well and movies. It's, it's the indie stuff, finding a gem that no one else knows about. I love right. that. I absolutely love that. So it was, um, it was it was a case of sort of how do you discover these things and how do you go about it? And yeah. I, I discovered the... Um, and I was just getting into a podcast which just kept me sane with the day job, really. <laughs> at, the, at the time, I, I was lucky enough to have a day job where I could just put some podcasts in. Um, and we'll get into the, some of the ones I was listening to, yeah, a bit, yeah, a bit later. And there were there were some sort of indie indie ones as well. But you know, like you say, it was um, a lot of people. It, it was exactly how you how you put it, Damien. It was um, you, you find some ones that you really like, and there's really good atmosphere, and other ones that are just they're just talking about the book of the week, and there's no there's no mm. real spark. It's a, a bit sort of like. You know, how many shows can I listen to about Marvel and DC? I, you know, they had. Where's the other? Where's the other ones out there? And there was there was some out there, but they were sporadic, if that makes sense. There wasn't um, anything regular. I wanted a regular fix. There, I mean, there, there's a joy in sort of ca- the catch up, the binge catch up, when you discover something, you go back and you realise you've got a hundred episodes to listen to. Um, but once you've caught up, you need that fix. You need that weekly, <laughs> weekly yeah. fix yeah. in some ways, um, and and I, then I just started thinking, oh, maybe I'd like to do a podcast and and uh, go on a fact finding mission of myself for myself, if if you know what I mean. Like, you know, and I I had met and dis- discovered so many great indie books. And I thought, well, you know, there's a lot of books that a lot of people don't know about. Yeah, and maybe maybe I could ask some people some questions and find out how to do work better. Um, so then I went on the the mission of trying to find out how to do it. Mm. It's interesting because it, it's it's quite that was interesting. a long answer. I'm sorry. No, no, it's no because it's interesting cause how you've mm. you've got to where you are though. Because when I first started listening to your podcast, I had no idea because I, I I've been a comic fan. I'm a bit older than you. I know it's hard to believe when you see us both, but I am. <laughs> <laughs> I look like the Crypt Keeper. Don't, don't know what you're laughing at. But um, um, you're a beautiful, beautiful man. Well, I know. 
<laughs> but um, God, I have to edit that, that out. That's another I? show entirely. Let's. Uh, yeah, yeah. It is. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad I put clothes on though now. Uh, yeah. But um, yeah, when I when I kind of fell out of comics as we all do, and then I came back into it, my view of small press comics and and self created comics was very different to the reality. And it was only through listening to your show that I actually started to take notice and, and have a new appreciation for it. And I never thought that I could create a comic. I never thought I could do a comic. Mm. I didn't think it was possible, you know. And it was only through listening to you guys and listening to you talk, not just about other people's work, but about your own creations that made me investigate as well. So I think you're right, that, that sort of... Um, journey of discovery that you you're talking about you you guys did the same thing for me strangely and oh, nice. so it's your fault that i create <laughs> the crap that i do um but it's true and i'm sure i'm pretty sure people listen to this i won't be the only one that's listen to your show listen to you talk about what you do or listen to your guests and think i can have a go at that i'm gonna mm. have a go at that you know and and of course, you know, now we're all millionaires because obviously that's how it works. Oh, yeah, comics, is comics just it's just printing money, isn't it, really? It's yeah. That's all it is, yeah. But, um, no, it's interesting. So, what were you... Can you remember what the first kind of podcasts that you listened to were? And what, you know, did any of them kind of influence what you decided to do? Um, the One of the big ones for me initially, because I, I was very much in the sort of like, um, let's search for comic book podcasts. In the time where, you know, I mean, now you search that and there's entire probably top 100s. Do you know what I mean? That everyone, everyone's yeah. talking about them. Um, this wasn't the case when I was doing the search. Um, so the one, the first one that that got me properly into it was Comic Geek Speak, um, which is now. I mean, I haven't listened to it for a while. I know, I know, it's um, changing somewhat, but that was a that was an amazing show but that was right. that was very much the camaraderie of these friends who um were talking about books and comics and they'd have guests in and stuff and you know i loved it and that was one of those oh, i discovered it and went back and listened to loads of old shows and you see how the the cast if you want to call it that you know mm. um, it, some people would drop out some people would come in and and uh, it was fascinating they talk about the weekly books or what what they like what they don't like and you know and that was just fun and plus it was um it was every every show was like two hours, two and a half hours, three hours, um, which I know for a lot of people that's a big commitment. When it comes to time with podcasts, um, long form podcasts are they are a lot of work. They are, um, um, not for yeah. the people creating them. I'm not saying for the people creating them, for those people listening. And I'm very aware um, of people saying, "Oh, I, you know, I can't. There's, there's just too much. I can't listen to it all now." I, I, the amount of times that I have people say to me, "Oh, I've got, I've got to catch up on some episodes." I, I, you don't. No one has to say that to me because it's like it doesn't matter when or where you listen. Even if you, you know, if you just listen to a little bit, I, I appreciate it. Yeah. No, yeah. no one's forcing. You know, it's, it's a free. We're putting out free audio for people. So, um, yeah. So to sit down and listen to two hours of absolute pish and waffle um <laughs> isn't always easy for a lot of people and certainly i do listen to other podcasts that aren't you know they're not comic book podcasts mm. that are like half an hour an hour 
Um, there's like narrative ones I listen to that are about an hour, or there's like just factual ones. Yeah. Um, but li- but also broadening your mind in terms of podcasts like that, that's quite interesting from a method standpoint. Yeah. Because a lot of the ones you listen to, and you probably the same, um, you listen to shows, and you're also listening to how they put things together and yeah. the structure. I mean, the amount of times that I listen to adverts for Blue Apron and Squarespace.com and uh, Stamps.com because of like all the <laughs> the American podcasts and stuff because they, you know, and I've, I've of course I've skipped through the the sponsorship ads that a lot of people do, but I, I totally understand why they have them. I don't have any problem with, you know, these are how people make their money and, and keep the show going, of course. Yeah. Because um, that's something that, obviously, you guys, um, you're fortunate enough, not fortunate, it's quite well-deserved, but, I mean, you're in a position where you are sponsored by um, Comic House. And the thing I like about your adverts are that <laughs> you... The, the, well, no, the, I don't know how the, Pete put, puts up with us. Because they're almost like um, the, the an anti-advert in so much as the way they're designed, but they, they do what they're supposed to do, which is get people interested in and they will look mm. at Comic House. Mm. But they're not done in a way that, you know, there's there's one, there's a wrestling podcast I listen to, and almost every like three minutes, they're, they're, you know, they're doing things like Blue Chew, which is like mm. chewable Viagra oh, yeah. and all that sort of stuff. And But it's very straight down the line a lot of the time. There's only now and then they'll go off tangent and take the yeah. piss with it but yeah. i look forward to the advert bit with you guys every week because you you never know what you're gonna get you know yeah. <laughs> and, and at Come the end it. but but it's effective as well and it's that it's planted that seed with people that you know you're more i think on a weird level you're more aware of comic house as a concept <laughs> because of the way that you guys don't just talk about it but talk yeah. around it it's brilliant it's I like mean... the butt of every joke it's fantastic <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we were we're hugely fortunate to have Comic House as a sponsor, and and Pete and the and the guys there do such great work. Um, but I mean, I I never really in, intended to have a sponsor at all, right? To begin with, you know, it was just I was just paying it out of my own pocket like that, mm. hosting and all of that jazz. Um, and then they came along, and because I think because it wasn't like someone going. Oh, you know, do you want to talk about these earbuds that I've got? And it's like, well, it doesn't really tie into the, you know, I, I, I don't really want a static ad. and Yeah. You know, I mean, we were doing stuff towards the beginning where we were putting a shout out for like Pipe Dream Comics and uh, Place to Hang Your Cape. And we we're doing that every so often. Just That was just a free, that was just a shout out, essentially, in a lot of the um, sort of episodes to begin with when we were doing that. Right. Um but when Comic House came on, it was like, okay, it's, it's a proper sponsor now. So obviously we want to do right by them. And we hope, um, I mean, as well as them being funny, we hope people obviously check out the service. Um, and, and because we also believe in it as well. I think if we didn't, you know, and, yeah. and they're, they're, in, they're in contact with, you know, we're in, they're in communication with us. If, if there's anything they want us to shout about, like the... Um, like the kids section and stuff yeah. that they've added and, and you know and all of that mm. stuff he lets us know and we're like right we'll put a shout out and we've we've put, given out like memberships and stuff done, like done competitions um so yeah a sponsorship ad is a weird <laughs> it's a weird thing when that came about it's just the norm now because they've been sponsoring us for a, a couple of years mm. um but it's it's nice that it's not i, I don't want anything in the show to be 
okay, let's stop this because we have to have here's the scripted bit. Yeah. Um, and everything has to stop for this bit. Yeah. Um, I no, mean, no, I mean, and it comes across yeah. that way as well. You know, it's a very it's a very affectionate mm. section that you have. Um, <laughs> it, it is because well, I, yeah, I hope. I mean, obviously, there's the jokes, but yeah, um, yeah, it's always. Um, usually, I, I like to think that our jokes are usually at our expense yes. within our little group, rather yep. than anyone else. Um, you know, it's, it's very self-deprecating in, in a lot of ways, or we do just just say silly stuff to make ourselves laugh, but never at the expense of anyone else. And mm. you know, you're not in any ways. I mean, I, I doubt there's many people listening to this. If anybody's listening to this. To be fair, thank you if you are. Um, yes, yes, thank you very much. I'm always amazed when they do. But I'm sure there's not tell many me, people li- listening to this that don't listen to the Awesome Comics podcast already. But you know, I've been trapped many times by the things that you've recommended on Comic House. I mean, I originally mm. subscribed to Comic House through you guys. Mm. You know, that was the one thing that that drew me in because I kept thinking, bloody hell, you know, this sounds amazing. And um, I had a look, and you know that's where I got my subscription. So it does work as well, mm. but it's because it is it does straddle that line between being fun, mm. you know, and and light hearted. But actually, there's a lot of really good information in there about what's new, what's out, what's in the top ten, and all yeah. that stuff. That's the important thing. Like, yeah, I, I do. Yeah, we, we've got st- you know, I've got like a, some words to say. Um, be- and I think that's important because you can't go into it every week. Um to thinking oh i need to say something fresh every week about this because you'll drive yourself insane yeah you're, you know you'll and like it'll just become nonsense so there is the stuff that like because also you have to think much like stanley said about comics uh, every comic is someone's first comic yeah you got to treat it it's the same with podcasts um i mean yes there's, there's in jokes and stuff like that but i still want it to be like if you've listened if this is your first time listening go here you know and here's mm. here's the information you have um and then like we can go off on little tangents and and the important thing is to have that the weekly update of what's new that's great to have rather than just talking about yeah the same thing every time um it's great there's a service that does update so yeah it it, it makes it makes it's, it's fun doing those bits and getting the other guys involved as well rather than it's, rather than just me reading from a script yeah like we're all involved in it yeah yeah. So, so talking of the other guys, then. So let's let's have a little bit of a, you know, if I can find some go back in time kind of music, I'll play it. But you know, like the harp strings. <laughs> that, yeah. <laughs> That's a lonely harp string, isn't it? Yeah. Um, <laughs> but how did so? How did you come up with the concepts? Because I know I've got you on, you know, as the creator of the Awesome Comics podcast. And I know there's three of you, and I know that mm. you know you are a group and. You know, it's it's like that mutual kind of um, mm. relationship. But I know you do all the work as well. To be fair, <laughs> <laughs> and I don't think either Dan or Tony would argue with me. But <laughs> but um, where did you guys meet, and how did you come across the idea? Because I believe you were the one that came up with the concept. I think mm. Tony said this before that it yeah. was all your idea, and. Where did that come from, and and you know what's what's the story of you three guys then? It was uh, uh, sort of a crazy lame brain idea of like you know listen to podcasts like um, Comic Geek Speak, and there was a small press, big mouth was a, a, a small sort of indie comics one, which I was like, yeah, this is the fix I want. Um, I need more of this, and I was just thinking, oh, podcasts, you know, I could, 
you know, I think I could do this. Yeah. But how how would I do how would I do this? And um because I was listening to a lot of different shows at the time and it came about through social media. Um, right. Yeah, because you're building up your network of people that you know and artists that you like. And um, Dan Butcher and uh, Tony Esmond are the other co-hosts on the Awesome Comics podcast. Not that I need to tell you that if if you're listening to this show, because you probably <laughs> listen to this show. Um, but I was aware of Dan through because um, when you're just searching for art, new new stuff and new artists and stuff and and people to like and follow, um, I was a fan of Dan's work. Um, I started reading Vanguard first and like. And we just got to know each other, you know, sort of briefly, if you know what I mean, on social media, as much as you could know someone yeah. on social media. And uh, Tony Esmond was, um, he was writing for a, a website called Beard Rock at the time. Beard Rock? And, uh, yeah, Beard Rock. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And that came out of the blue because he, he did a very nice review of The Red Mask from Mars. And that's right. how I sort of got to know him because, you know, <laughs> when you're a, uh indie creator and, you you know, a review comes out, you you know, you always like. Oh, I hope they said something nice, and then you you check it out. And he said, you know, thankfully he said something nice. So I didn't know him other than that. I, I then met him briefly at a, an independent comic show in London, Comicette, which was at the British Library, um, which he popped along with, uh, along to, and we met. You know, as you do, just so, all right, how are you getting on? And then we chatted for a bit, <clears throat> and immediately sort of got along. Do you know what I mean? Just talking nonsense. Um, that that meat cute, if you can call it that. No, um, you know, just talking about comics and stuff. Yeah. And then um, later on that same year, we met again in at Nottingham Comic Con. This was just this is before any podcast stuff, right? Um, we met at Nottingham and had, had a chat and had a had a good laugh and like you know, I met some more people he knew etc. And uh, yeah, so that's that's essentially what it was. It was like it was just, and I never met Dan Butcher. I had never met Dan Butcher. That was all social media. Mm. And there was a conversation that came up at, at some point. You know, I think it was like, "Oh, I'd love, love, um, I'd love to hear a show about like indie comics and making indie comics and, um, you know, the, the sort of um, behind the scenes or like you know hints and tips and and how to do it better and stuff." And yeah, there, there was a sort of a little discussion that me and Dan Butcher had just just like 140 characters when it was that backwards and forwards, and Tony was like, "Oh, I'd love to be part of that." Mm. Uh, you know, if you do that, and I was like, "Right," and unbeknownst to them, I then went away for months. This is it for months, <laughs> and and I didn't say I wasn't like I wasn't constantly messaging messaging them, sort of saying, mm. "Are you ready to do this, guys? Are you ready to do this?" Because um, sometimes when you announce plans, plans fall apart. And I wanted, I wanted to make sure that I could do it. And, like, you know, I could, you know, handle the recording and the hosting. And I went away and, like, you know, had a think and... Right. And uh, did all the sort of research and asked some people how to do things. And then got together with them and sort of said, would you like to... Shall we do this? You know, let's get, let's give it a try. Mm. Um, and I certainly I did have things in place in that time as well. There was structure dare i say it um to the show and there is a structure to the show would you believe it um and we just um and then one side we we sort of talked amongst each other ourselves and stuff figuring out times of recording what what day would be best 
or what evening would be best, etc. Yeah. Um, how we're going to do it, and and then on the Sunday, I think I think it was in August. Yeah, we just um, we just clicked. I clicked record, and we just started talking. Um, and five plus years later, we're wow, we're still here. <laughs> and that was the first the first show. Um, you can there's. One thing that I I can never go back and listen to that. Um, I was so nervous I was clicking a pen. I, I I've said this to a few people in the past. I had right. like a like a clicky sort of biro, and I kept clicking it, just sort of nervous. It was like a nervous tick. I was just clicking it all the time, and I can hear that in the audio, and I'm like, no, 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 no. So after the first show, the pen was gone. Mm. Um, so I immediately I learned from episode one. And I'm still learning with every episode we do, um, but yeah, that was. I I'm always um, amazed when people sort of say like, "We thought you guys had always known each other." As soon as you start, oh, my cat's talking. Hello, oh, Bobby. Bless him. Hello, Be- bless him. He's giving me such a dirty look. Why? What have you done? Oh, I haven't done anything. He's like, oh god, are you telling this story again? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, normally I'm just talking to him. Um, telling him the same story. Yeah, telling him the same when story. When I was a boy. Oh, uh, well, yeah. When I was in the war. <laughs> oh, God, I am telling him. <laughs> but, yeah, they're, they're surprised that um, that was the first time we saw, spoke to each other. Well, I must admit, that. when I started listening, and you build up a mental picture of people, don't you, and, and mm. the, you know what their relationships are and things, and I just assumed that... The way you spoke with each other and the way you were relaxed with each other and talked, you'd known each other probably most of, if not all, your lives. And I, I was genuinely shocked when I found out that you didn't know each other all your lives because it, <laughs> it honestly doesn't come across that way. You know, some people are just so in sync that you you just assume that comes with time and with, you know, years and years and years of familiarity. And it amazed me. I was convinced that you you three were like really close and you know you'd maybe gone to school together and and whatever it may be you and Dan <laughs> particularly you know but it's weird isn't it but I think that's that's um part of what makes the show for me so enjoyable as well that yeah nobody's vying for attention nobody's trying to kind of um be in the spotlight it's just th- three friends genuine friends talking about stuff they're interested in and that's what i love about it yeah well thank you thank you again i'm gonna be saying thank you a lot well it's true though Uh, because you know and i wouldn't bullshit you you know (laughs) but it's true you know it really is and if nobody's ever listened to it i guarantee that if you hadn't listened to this and then you listen to that you would think that that you three were you know mates for like 20 20 30 years or something Mm. ridiculous you know because that's how it feels so natural I mean, where where we are now, we are sort of lifelong friends slash family now. We're, we're yeah, we've we've become that. Do you know what I mean? Um, and that's I mean that's that's one of the you know if it all stopped tomorrow that wouldn't stop. Mm. Um, and like one of the sort of um the ethos of the of the sh- of the show, and like things like that is if it. If it doesn't become, you know, if it stops being fun, then the show stops. It's as simple yeah. as that, because you don't want to you don't want to keep doing something if it's if it's a chore, if it's too much like hard work. And 
and there are sometimes some some weeks are harder than others. You know, mm. everyone's got lives, and it's the same for um, everybody out there. I think I speak for everyone when, like, you know, there's some weeks are just hard, and and you just like, <sighs> okay. Um, and I've gone into some recordings in the past, like you know, almost devoid of energy. Do you know what I mean? The mm. week's taken it out of me. Mm. Um, but those couple of hours, those few hours talking and having a laugh just gives you a little bit of a spark and like you know just sometimes just takes you away from it a bit yes um just it just gets your head into a different mindset and uh and and very much so because i've got to be i have to be switched on as well Mm. um like i say i mean we're all equal members of it you know we're all equal cogs of how everything works and when it comes to organizing the show and talking about topics and guests we're all um, sort of going out there and figuring stuff out and figuring out dates and like, you know, nurturing sort of relationships that that could eventually lead to a guest. Do you know what I mean? A nice guest yeah. for a future show or things yeah. like that. As, um, as well as recommending books to each other or sending each other links and you know to to check stuff out. Um, yeah. So so we're all sort of equal cogs. But when it, when the recording's on. I'm because the other guys that you know they turn up and they they're like a massive part of it. I got to make sure that it records. Yeah. Oh, I know. <laughs> yeah, I'm the technician, and yes, there was that there was that one time where it didn't record. We, we might we, come on to that later on with one of the okay. questions, but okay. uh, <laughs> but yeah, I know what you mean though, and it is a, you do feel a sense of responsibility, don't you, when you're talking to people. Mm. Um, yeah. I mean, I feel it tonight because I'm using a new way of recording. So, yeah, which if, is lovely. No, if nobody hears you this, then it's not recorded. I'll no, say well, it won't be it's, using it, it, it's it's been a lovely chat anyway. But uh, but yeah, and you do. Fe- I feel this terrible sense of responsibility to people I've on because they've given up the time to talk to me. Yeah, and I always think if I don't get this right and I don't record this and I don't edit it in a way that people are going to enjoy it. I've wasted their time, you know. Yeah, I've wasted a lot of my time, but I've wasted mm. their time more importantly than that. I, I think if I got to the point where I, I did that on a regular basis, I'd, I'd stop doing it because, you know, I'm not doing this to waste people's time. Mm. I'm doing it because I'm genuinely interested in people and, and what drives them and, and process and stuff. And you've got that because, as I, I joked before about, you know, you do all the work. I mean, you know, people know this. I meant that in a technical sense where you're mm. the, the almost like the anchor to the show. And, you know, Tony and Dan are kind of like the colour commentary guys who, mm. you know, are adding that that extra kind of feed in and out. And it's it's a great group, that. It works really well. Mm. But I get entirely what you mean about worrying about making sure it's recording. Yeah. And, and it's, it's certainly Tony like has gone on, like, he's got the Never Ryan Anything podcast. He started his own sort of mini spin-off show sort of thing. And he totally understands now yeah about that whole you know that whole process and stuff um and you know but that's not you know i I mean i'm obviously watching to make sure it's recording and stuff but i keep things very minimal as well uh the whole point of the show um was very um guerrilla radio you know that kind of yeah uh, um even down to the design of the logo which i did it had to look like i didn't want something clean it had to look like you know something rough ready something that looked like someone had done themselves if you know what i mean it had to look like you know that that sort of stark black and white you know even thought was put put into that logo yes a lot of thought was put into the logo. 
I love um, the logo. I mean, I was going to ask you about the logo actually. Um, I, I think it's great. And I thank you. No, I do, and I was going to ask you who who designed it because I know that you're you're a graphic designer, right? If I'm yeah. right, and, yeah. and Dan as well. So yeah, I, I thought it'd be one of you, but um, yeah. and it in fits the, with the ethos of the show as well. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. You know, it, there is a because um, it is it is an independent show about independent comics and people going out there and putting in the time and the effort to to make things themselves. Um, even when we've had some, you know, we've been lucky enough to have some amazing sort of like, you know, pro guests and, yeah. like, you know, people that, people that have become comic book, you know, that's their full time job and things like that. Um, but we're also coming at it from uh, um, making it off your off your own back, you know, yeah. a ho- a, the hobbyist that's that's just doing something they love, and um, th- that sort of, you know, I I'm a graphic designer, Dan's a graphic designer. We we could have designed something like clean and crisp but that wouldn't be in keeping with the you know the 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 dirt of the trenches that is indie comics i know in indie comics yeah. obviously they look gorgeous now uh, well they always looked gorgeous but but you know what i mean you know with all the printing yeah, techniques and everything yeah you, you, they could look like weak you know as, as good as and normally better than the big two sometimes sort of they do yeah. yeah yeah um but there's still the there's still people doing it themselves so there was a in those months when i was figuring out how to sort of record it you know the, the programs and stuff like that i was also figuring out the brand um, right i got you know i um i love the word awesome uh, but and also wanted it to be a simple show because uh, you know there's a lot of um some some shows have have the strangest names um <laughs> or like, yeah, a lot of them i mean some of them have a funny name that only goes so far um, and it doesn't really stick in your mind. Do you know, yeah. you know what I mean? You see that you see them in all those lists everywhere. Um, I wanted it to look and sound professional, but also be quite simple. The Awesome mm. Comic Podcast. It has to say on exactly what it is on it on its tin. Not the word awesome, because sometimes we're questionable quality. But no, over. <laughs> it's always <laughs> awesome. No. Um, I can't believe apart from one like, episode I can remember a couple of Halloweens ago that was dreadful uh, was it, 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 oh but, was that yeah, yeah, it, yeah, yeah. I, 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 you know it's on there now it's out there for everyone to see I can't I can't get rid of it can I no uh, I don't know I'd try if I were you mate <laughs> but it's um, but also comics podcast it's there in the title do you know what I mean and and certainly when we started yeah huge spike in numbers there was a, like the numbers at the beginning were ridiculous absolutely wow. ridiculous yeah um, but that's because like we had a a lot of like people from the states and stuff listening mm. to it, and and we watch the numbers just drop and drop and drop and drop and drop and drop and drop, and they get they gets a point where you're just thinking that really sort of sucks the wind out of your sails. But then we hit a point where it was, this is the listenership now. Yeah. Okay. Okay. This is the steady one, which I knew was always going to be small. When we started out, I was like, oh, if, if I get a hundred people maximum, that would be amazing. I mean, because who's going to want to listen to this? Um, and we've got we've got a, a, a few hundred each each week, which is quite Brilliant. nice. It's yeah, really is good, nice. isn't it? Yeah. And and we watch the you know obviously I'm watching the numbers and people go back because of the nature of the show, people can go back and listen to topics or guests or that was an important thing as well. This yeah. isn't about what's happening that week. Sometimes we have a little bit of news and stuff, and you know the way that co- the comic scene changes and evolves. It is it is a moving river. Um, so sometimes you do want to discuss, you know, this important news about Diamond. 
which people should know about. Yeah. Things like that. Yeah. Um, but there was also always in my mind, and I do the same when I watch shows or I listen to podcasts that are about certain topics. I'll go through, and I listen to a lot of sort of horror podcasts as well, like interviews with directors and stuff. Yep, same and, same with me. Yeah, and I'll go through and go, ah, oh, there's one with I don't know Wes Craven, you know, yep. uh, God rest his soul. Um, I'll listen to that one, and and then like five up, oh, there's Toby Hooper, and then yep. I, I listen to that one. There's not a sequential mindset to those sort of shows to me, um, you know. If if I'm if it's a story podcast if it's narrative then of course i'll listen to them in mm. order but with these sort of um information shows or these interview shows you can pick and choose you can if you if you, if there's a guest or a topic that you're not interested in just don't listen to it that week mm. um but then the next week there might be something you are interested in and certainly we do i i notice sometimes like this the spikes the, you know the the peaks and the troughs yeah um but it's nice to see that the older the older episodes have life there, there isn't a, a weekly shelf life. They'll still keep going. Yeah, and certain, certainly, I'll see little spikes in the in the background as well. Sometimes, like one, like an episode. We're on like episode two hundred and eighty something now, but like in the top ten. Um, and we're not. I'm not talking about huge numbers here, but sometimes I just see, I don't know, hundred and hundred and seventy five is all of a sudden like one of the top ten. And I'm like, mm. that's, in- that's interesting. Mm. What was that show about? Um, yeah, so there's always le- it's it's a constant evolution yeah. and learning. I did that myself um, when I first started listening to you because I wouldn't even really been listening to podcasts for probably two two three years. Yeah, and I went back and and listened to your earlier episodes and worked my way through. And I've done that with other podcasts as well. And when you first start doing that, mm. you do scan the list for things that jump out at you. Yeah. Well, I do, you know, so yeah. I look, I look for the names or the topics or whatever, where I think, well, that's interesting. That's interesting. And I listened to those first. I did this with the um, mega city book club as well, where I went mm. through and I picked the ones that I knew I really wanted to listen to. And then I've been back and listened to the ones in between since. And it's interesting. That, is, if you it? like, if you like it enough, then you'll go back and fill the gaps. It, yeah. Absolutely. And, and I'd never thought about it. Um, until recently, when people started doing that a little bit with with mine, I mean, obviously, yeah. I'm nowhere near as popular as you guys, but you know, I've had people saying, "Oh, you know, I listened to this one," and actually, I went back and I've started listening to this one and that, and I'm thinking, "Oh, yeah, it's not just me that does that, then, because you don't know whether yeah. it's just one of your weird quirks that you you do, isn't it?" But yeah, and you're right with the horror ones as well. I do the same. You know, I've been listening to a lot of um, Mick Garris's stuff and oh yeah you know yeah. and i saw something with john landis and i'm like well, i've got to listen to that because that's going to mm. be fun and you know and you hop about and i think that's the beauty of non-sequential podcasts isn't it is yeah. that there'll always be something hopefully somebody will enjoy at some point and you know that i think that's that's kind of the benefit of what we do mm. by having one and dones a lot of the yeah. time uh, yes yeah, it's, it's, it's the interview and, and topic format that, that gives you a bit of that freedom I think, um, and certainly because of that, with, with the nature of our show, it, there's that um, there's a flexibility in, in who will listen to the show. Yeah, there are some people that just tune in for one week, like like we do a thought bubble, like two part special. There's yeah. people that will, that will only listen to that and won't listen to any others. That's fine. Mm. Uh, yeah, it doesn't matter. But you know, and it could just be one of the creators we talk to have listened yeah. to yeah. that week. You know, and but they won't listen to the rest. You don't have to listen to any of it. Well, I know, that's the thing, isn't it? It's probably not good for your health. 
you know that that's the thing. I mean, because somebody was asking me when I when I started doing this and saying like, "Well, mm. do you think anyone's actually going to listen?" I'm like, "Well, I don't know," but do you know what? If I enjoy doing it and the person I'm talking to enjoys recording it, and we have a good time, and if one person listens to it and enjoys it, then job done, isn't it? Yeah. You know, I, I mean, it's a bit I, like I, making I, comics, isn't it? I draw the analogy. Yeah. This is very much like an audio version of making comics, where mm. you know you'll you'll do. Um, you know, you'll put all your effort into producing something and then you just hope that somebody enjoys it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you're not going to be a millionaire off it. You know, it's not about that. Yeah. And it's not about getting famous. It's just about, it's not about, it's not doing something creative. Exercise. Yeah. It's, it's not, um, it's Absolutely. not about getting freebies. It's not about, um, you know, uh, th- there are a lot of shows as well that sometimes crop up and you can almost see through why they're doing it. Yeah. And you're yeah. Like, oh, okay, and that also comes across in usually in the content, because mm. um, there's no energy or excitement there. Um, but like you say, I, I think in, enjoyment and enthusiasm is, is infectious. Um, why do people like gag reels or, or blooper reels? You know, yeah. I watch that. I watch them, and as soon as people start laughing, I start laughing. Why? Because it's fun. You know, there, there, there's a, a sense of shared enjoyment about it and i think our show hopefully um <laughs> i'm sorry i'm laughing because i'm just thinking of some of the ones that you guys have talked about that have had me in oh. tears i mean there's times you know because when i used to be in the office at work we had a big open plan office and i'd often listen to um acp in a monday when it dropped in between mm-hmm. meetings and stuff you know i'm at my desk and i'm working yeah. away and i'm lucky i'm one of those people that but I can listen to something and take it in and also concentrate on doing something else. Yeah, same. I, I can do that. That's why. Yeah. I, yeah, yeah. And I think it comes from working in, when I used to work for Virgin Megastores years ago, and, you know, you, you're working in a music shop that was blasting yeah. out all kinds of crap, but you had to be able to concentrate on something else as well as keep an ear on it. And I think it kind of came from that with me. But just you talking about people laughing, it's many a time when I've, I've just started to laugh in the middle of the office because of something that you've said or something it's usually i've got to confess it's usually something dan has just dropped like oh, a complete yeah, da- bomb dan, yeah like the ricky skeets thing and all that because yeah, as soon as oh. he, says it, he starts laughing yourself and honestly uh, mate that does me right in that yeah we we don't do it every week but the outtake section <laughs> oh, yeah. that sometimes and it's always it's never in the show the outtakes are never in the show they're always the bit before when we're talking and we've just made each other laugh or, you know, yeah. because the show is very much as um, back to the belt and braces sort of um, way of doing it. Mm. We press record, we talk, I press stop. That's it. When I've, I've I found myself with it sometimes with a, a bit more time on my hands to do a bit more editing. And that is a rabbit hole. You could spend hours, days, weeks clipping out a little bit here, a little bit there, just tighten it up. And now I'm like, you know, unless someone um, talks and then stops for thirty seconds before talking <laughs> again, um, I, we just keep rolling. Do you know what I mean? Right. It's like well, because other, otherwise, we record on Sundays. It goes out on Mondays, and that that is usually surprises a lot of the people we talk to when I say, "Oh, this is going to go live tomorrow," and they're like, oh, mm. "Really? What?" Um, and it's because as soon as we stop for the night, I'll do a brief little edit, and then I'll get right. up before work on Monday. Get my coffee, get my ready break. <laughs> Not ready break, really. It's crunching up cornflakes, always crunching up cornflakes. Um, and I'll say, you, you, you're, you're such a kind of middle class hero. It's unbelievable, mate. Well, well, you know, 
middle class hero. That's me. Uh, what a load of nonsense. What you're like mean? a new age yuppie. What, what, the <laughs> what the hell's a yuppie about crunchy nut cornflakes? Listen, I come from St. Helens and Wigan, mate, and crunchy nut cornflakes, that's, we call that breakfast caviar around here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. So posh you don't need to add the sugar. Yeah, um, yeah so I, I sit down on, before work um, on Monday morning and I'll edit it and then I've just got to sort of post it and figure out the link. Sometimes I don't get enough time to figure out the link, so the links aren't live by the time the because I, I want to get that show ideally out for people yeah. by lunchtime. I have learned over the years not to put so much pressure on myself about things, and th- this is an important thing for anyone out there doing podcasts or looking to do podcasts. You will naturally, when you start, you'll put everything into it, even if you know it's not a casual thing to do. Because mm. it, it is a lot of work, and you need to figure it out, and there's lots of learning, which is fun, which it, which is is good fun. Um, if it's not fun, don't do it. Um, but there's also there's the pressures you put on yourself. Yeah, certainly with the recording, with the releasing of of the episodes, you know, um, making sure everything's right, etc. And there was a few, t- there was a couple of times where I put too much pressure on myself. Mm. Four episodes to go live, or if they didn't record properly, or they didn't get they didn't go out by one o'clock. Oh God, everyone, you know, so they never listen everyone, again. Someone's going to say, "Oh my God, oh my God," yeah. and then then there came a point where I just had to think, actually, who cares? Who gives a fuck? Yeah. Um, and if anyone does kick up a stink, which no one has, but if anyone does kick up a stink, what we're doing is fucking free. Um, yeah, um, not to get... pete obviously <laughs> <laughs> pete cares oh oh it's cost him quite a bit in the past uh, mentally emotionally um you know but do you mm, know what i mean it was, I there was those times where if we were set up to record and my internet went out which is which is done um joe uh my fiance she had to you know god bless her she, she, the meltdown Mm. meltdown and oh my god oh my god oh because i'm i was supposed to be recording this and then it's good to step back sometimes it's just yeah hold on hold on you're not saving lives you're not on the front line you're just doing a bit of entertainment for people um and it got to it and then certainly that happened one night um i think the only show i missed um dan and tony were ready to record so i was do you know what i just sat back and went I've got the night off. Lovely. Wow. And I just, <laughs> I just really chilled out. And I, I wasn't I wasn't sat there thinking, oh, I wonder what they're talking about. Oh, you know, I, I just thought, I'm going to enjoy that. You know, they're going to send me the audio and then I'm going to enjoy, enjoy listening to it. I'll see yeah. it from a new perspective. Um, and it is all about perspective and, and keeping realistic because, you know, the, the, there's the pressures that you do, but at the same time, it's, it's, it's not real pressure. I know what you mean. Sense. I mean, yeah, because yeah, I used to get this where people used to say about um, about work and they'd say, oh, you know, you're stressed at work. And I'd go, well, I'm busy and I'm a bit, I'm fretting about it. But yeah. I wouldn't call it like stress. You know, me, me dad was a miner. He worked in a, you know, he'd spend like 12 hour shifts yeah. digging out coal from like a 14 inch seam. And you're yeah. going, that's Jesus. stressful. And yeah. th- there's lots of jobs like that where you say, you know, where people are, saving lives and stuff mm. that's stressful i work in an office you know i'm lucky enough that yeah it's a lot yeah. of mental stuff going on you know you have to be thinking all the time and that's tiring but 
And to add something like this on top of that, mm. where, again, like yourself, you know, I put a lot of time and thought before I started doing this this podcast because I, mm. I don't just do things on the fly. Mm. Um, not that you could probably tell. But, you know, I did think it through for quite a while and I mulled it over with H and I said, I'm thinking of doing it, but I'm worried that A, it's going to be shit. B, I'm go- I know I sound terrible anyway and I need to get over that. But C, I'm worried I'm going to put too much pressure on myself that it's going to consume me. And yeah. and there is a danger of that. I mean, I still get stressy now about editing it and getting it out, but I've got mm. better. And that's why I always started off by saying it's a sporadic podcast because mm. I thought... I'd I, I admire that you, you do yours every week. It's incredible. Mm. People don't realise the time and effort it takes and the discipline to do that every mm. week. You need it you, and you definitely need um, structure for it. That yeah. Was why, that was why we've got a particular day to record. We've got a particular time to record. Well, you know, because you guys have been on it. Um, and a way of doing things and that, yeah. that will give me the time to do this, this and this. So on the Monday, it will be out. Um, it's incredible. It's, it's a, honestly, it's a real achievement, mate. And you shouldn't, you know, nobody should under undervalue how much time and effort that takes. Um, I try and do it as regular as I can, but mine's dependent on things like, you know, other things. So sometimes I've got to work a lot, and that means I've mm. got I, I I've had to bump this conversation with you. I think. Oh once no, or twice. Well, I mean, yeah, you were busy. I was busy. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Was, yeah. And I rely on goodwill. You know, I'm not as connected in the in the kind of comic and creative world as you guys. So I'm, I'm relying on <laughs> Jesus. Some people <laughs> no. won't talk to me. <laughs> no. But but so I, I rely a lot of time on on just speculatively and hoping and people mm. will come back. And I'm amazed when they do. I mean, I was I was gobsmacked when you know recently, like Graham Humphreys, for example. Yeah, and he came back straight away. And, yeah, I'd love to do it. You know, mm. and. You kind of think, wow, but then the pressure then started immediately to ramp up. So I actually recorded that about two or three weeks before Halloween, so I'd have time to edit it properly in case yeah. there was a disaster. And it's, it's daft because he doesn't care because he was like, oh, come on again. That's always the, the nice thing as yeah. well. Like when we've talked to people um, of all sort of um, professionalisms or, you know, whoever they are, um, and most of the time we get, oh, yeah, just let, let me know. I'll, I'll come back anytime. And especially if that's an artist that, or a creator that, you know, somehow we managed to get <laughs> get yeah. onto the show, and I'm thinking, oh my god, this is a bit surreal. And they're like, yeah, I'll, I'll come back. And um, yeah, yeah, it's fascinating. It's fascinating, but also a, a very gratifying, and uh, I'm very proud sometimes of of the chats we do. I mean, because we did the show. Uh, it's I mean, it's obviously got reputation. Every show has a reputation, and the, like you say, the humour. And the and the jokes um, that walks ahead of us, I think, with our reputation, um, a lot of the time, because people always do remember the humour, they remember the funny stuff, or they remember the nonsense, or they remember oh no, something very probably twisted that was said on the show, <laughs> and that that's good. But my main thing is, I also want people to get a lot more out of it. I want people to, I love that people. Let, will enjoy it and entertain and be entertained by it mm. if we've got a serious guest on and we're talking about a serious topic um because some of these books that we cover talk about serious stuff um and when it gets to that it's yeah. it's not it's not jokes and glitter it's it's not this we're talking about something serious so we'll you know like recently when we talked um to derf back derf about uh, i was going to mention that one yeah i'm um, looking at kent state in front of me at the moment actually yeah. 
on the back oh, of that. I mean, I must yeah. say as well that your podcast has cost me a fortune. Oh, I, mean, I had the I same mean, complaint with Eamon's in Bloody Mega City. <laughs> I mean, um, I, I, I'm always humbled when people have a go at us and say I'm, I've bought far too much because of you. Because um, it, it, it kind of means we're doing something right. Yeah. It also means, um, you know, what warms my heart is people are discovering stuff. Yeah, um, and because we're not talking about, hey, you should check out the new Superman book. It's never that. It's mm. it's always, hey, here's this book that you don't know about. You know, check this out. Um, and the guests are always um, important towards that, I think, because if we're having someone on to talk about their work and you know talk about their book as well, how well that they come across sells their book. We yeah. don't have to do anything if the, if if they're, you know, we'll ask them about the work, but if they come across really likable. I mean, how much more likely, and it's the same at a convention table, how much more likely are you to buy a book from someone that you really enjoyed listening to Absolutely, or, yeah. or talking to? Yeah. Um, so, you know, people can't come on and just be a marketing exercise because our show doesn't work like that. No. Yeah. It's a bit like the um, the Facebook group as well, isn't it? You know, where you, you kind of have a no-shilling rule, you know, where there's yeah, no kickstarting yeah. and stuff. And people try it, but... That's um, another thing that, um, I mean, I mean... I'll just say it now. I don't like Facebook. I, don't, I, I never, no. I never really use Facebook. Um, but because of the groups and you know, I, I don't know anything about forums and stuff like that. You know, Butch is the one that knows all the technical stuff like that. You know, he looks like a dark website, doesn't he? Yeah, Do you know what I mean? Totally, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's why I keep I mean, his good side. His browser history is like the Battle of the Somme. <laughs> um, could be worse. It could be Tony's. <laughs> oh well, you know, that is the dark web. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what a what a dark web he weaves indeed. Um, <laughs> oh God, I've already started with the puns. No, uh, I've forgotten what I was saying. What was I saying? I knew this was going to happen. Start talking about them, and I've completely forgotten what I was saying. You were t- we were talking about uh, forums and Facebook and oh stuff yeah, like the, that. the Facebook group. Yeah, yeah, I don't like Facebook, but I thought you know because there's a lot of people that get in touch with this, and you know th- there's a community, uh, you know. Um, has been built up that you know people have gotten in touch with each other you know people have listened to the show and gotten to know each other and stuff and that that's wonderful and that's nothing to do with us that's people going forward and making connections of their own which is wonderful so we had the facebook page which was essentially a marketing page do you know what i mean it was mm. just here's the show it was you know wasn't really something where people could start a thread start a conversation yeah um so i thought oh god i'm gonna have to go on facebook and let's start a group so we talked about it and just said, look, why don't we do a, like a group community page? We'll we'll just set it up. We'll be the admins, and it's the yep. it's the people that join it that make it. Um, and that's just been wonderful. It's the only it is literally the only thing I, I check out on Facebook because you go on and, and it's the people that are on there make make that page that sort of little group special. Mm. Um, and it's got nothing. You know, we set up the page, and yes, I'll post every week our latest shows. Um, <laughs> come, come out here's a thread let us know what you thought etc blah 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 but there's conversations about like oh I'm making a comic what do you think of this lettering or yeah. uh, what do you think of this convention and stuff um, we, we don't want sort of shameless kickstarter posts and we'll shut that down mm. um, unless we're doing it but that's because it's our page and we can do whatever we do what we you want, want can't you? <laughs> <laughs> to be fair. Yeah, but, the, but at the same time there's a responsibility with that as well we don't you know, I I don't want to sort of force a lot of my own marketing upon people. That's probably why I don't sell anything, actually. Um, 
Hey, listen, mate, you'll sell more than I do, so <laughs> uh, it'd be fine. Well, but um, but again, you know, like we've said before, though, you know, that isn't that isn't the and this is the thing I like about you guys and and a lot of the people in the community actually it is genuinely a community. The comics, the small press stuff, is yeah. that none of us are, sh- are shifting thousands of books. Do you know what I mean? No, no. And you you don't. In fact, if I, Christ, if I had some Kickstarter and I was selling thousands of books, I'd be shitting myself thinking I'm going to be 65 by the time I finish bloody envelope <laughs> stuff in here. Yeah. And it's not about that, is it? It's about we all have this urge to create and get yeah. stuff out and tell a story. And yeah. whether it's five people or 50 people, I'm always amazed and grateful that anyone buys anything or even just wants to read anything. Yeah. yeah. And it's the same with podcasting, you know. I'm absolutely gobsmacked when people get in touch and tell me they've a they've listened to it and b they've enjoyed it. Yeah. And where can they find out more about some of the people that have been on? And I, I think it's great that, and that's mm. really what this this of mine tries to do is very much like yours is just try and get other people to think about different things and different processes, or you know, a little bit of a peek behind the curtain about how things are done, mm. and maybe look a bit more into people's work or listen yeah. to podcasts and stuff. Yeah, because so. you never know. It is it is really... um, It's a very sort of um, healing medium as well. That sounds really pretentious. But, um, like, when whether you're creating or whether you're reading or, or doing whatever, um, to be involved and to be within a community that's so supportive of each other yeah and and so nice and so welcoming you know and and also that you know people just have a laugh but there's people from all creeds colors genders yeah whatever you know everyone is making comics is making comics and and, you know i've I've got no time for negativity that's why i always try and keep you know i try and be as positive as i can on the show um we do have the grumpy old men but that's normally about something mainstream <laughs> yeah, and and again though, it's it's only what a lot of us are thinking, yeah. or possibly feeling, and you tap mm. into that because it's mm. because I think the other advantage you've got is because your show is so it's such a quick turnaround, you know. So news can break on a Sunday morning. Say, you know, Diamond have decided they're not going to basically sell mm. us any comics. Yeah, and by Sunday evening, you guys are talking about it, and by Monday, when when the rest of us are still going, fuck it, what's going on here? You're actually we're listening to you talk about it and give your thoughts on it, and that's I think part of the the power of what you do mm. is that it it's always relevant to the wider comics kind of scene. I will I will say this, um, and I I, sh- I probably should state this before every show. Um, like I I am no authority. None of us are an authority on anything. Um, we we are not factual we're not you know unless mm. it's you know unless there is a fact like you need to have your deadline by by this time or whatever um you know th- these are our opinions or our thoughts and things like that certainly um that can change from week to week as well yeah. you know i i could i could rant about something that i'm not happy with about one week not i can't think of anything that i've done that with but you know what i mean i could rant about something one week and it's changed the, the situation's changed yeah the, the week after you know um so yeah i'm not going to talk as if i know everything because the whole point of the show is i know nothing mm. so you know i want to learn um and i don't i 
I certainly don't want the show to come across like we think we know it anything i think a lot of the time it comes across like christ they don't know anything no it doesn't <laughs> no and again you know that's one of the things that you know you're very self-effacing but i mean you do know a lot the three of you um and you know different things as well which is always interesting you know i mean because obviously tony has got you know a few years on on us and he's got that experience and that knowledge and you know, it amazes me. I mean, that's why I love mm. listening to his podcast. Um, and I'm going to get you on, on this one. Yeah, mm. it's incredible the way you can just pull things back. And, you know, and, and you and Dan have got a different perspective on things. But again, the knowledge that you have makes it, it's just fascinating, particularly for somebody like myself, who I've got a big gap in my, you know, comics kind of life, really, which I do regret. But that's life. It gets, you know, sometimes you... I mean, I have. those huge, you, have to. you know, there's all these classic books people talk about, and I haven't read them. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I don't I, think many people have, to be apart from probably Tony, but... You know, and I probably won't get around to reading them. Uh, you know, even if I've got a copy of them, they'll it'll sit very proudly on my shelf, but it won't get read for a while, because there's, yeah. always, there's always stuff to read. But you don't yeah. sound as though you're trying to be like an authority as you say on everything it doesn't come across like that and that's the other thing i like it's not certainly not a preaching podcast where you've obviously got an agenda and you're trying to push it it's not Mm. that it's completely not that which is why i enjoy it because i have heard some like that and i've stopped listening to them you know because it doesn't appeal to me that and again that's power to what you do so just talking about the podcast itself then when you first started because obviously mm. you know you say you went away for a few months and you were beavering away in the background and then you came <laughs> back away let's do this and knowing knowing the bit about you that i do know i could imagine that you spent a lot of time doing a lot of prep and a lot of legwork and you know mm. testing things out and, and trialing them and when you first started did you did you start with any specific equipment or production techniques you wanted to try or did you just kind of start with you know the structure and some basic equipment and then you work your way you were your way up because it does you know it is an incredibly professional sounding podcast which is great <laughs> sorry <laughs> no the production <laughs> values and again you know I, you, you will laugh because you do it but the production values i think are really high compared to some i hear that you know i i, I think oh could you know could do with a bit of tidying up there or <laughs> do you yeah, know what i mean yeah, it's, yeah. And I just wondered, was that something that you, you gave equal kind of um, thought and concern to, or, or did you just accept that you're going to go with what you've got, see how it goes, and then build your equipment up and stuff as you go along? I, I, I It was definitely that, I think. Um, the first thing was, how do, how do I record it? How do you record? You know, because I, I was a babe in the woods. I don't know anything. I still don't know anything. I've, and I just put some, you know, questions out. I actually asked uh, Vince B from the 11 o'clock, comics podcast because we're like facebook right stuff like yeah how, you know what do you use cool so he pointed me to a program called audio hijack right which is what i use and this is a program that you know i, I actually paid money for it mm. no i you know didn't it wasn't an arm and a leg but i paid for it and it, re- it records pretty much whatever audio you've got on your computer or you can choose it to pick for like record an app or record you know blah 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 that's why sometimes that's how i've managed to get some of the audio for some funny sound effects or things like that because i'll just youtube them and then record that Mm. um so i had that um i didn't have a mic at that point and certainly when we started the show it was just the internal mic on my mac laptop which i'm still using to this day it's the laptop that is um which was all right but 
I mean, going back and listen to it now, it would be a lot more echoey. Um, mm. I've always always used headphones, always put headphones in, mm. um, which is always important. I think everyone needs to do that. Sometimes when we've had guests on, you can you can hear a little bit of our audio coming out of their speakers, mm. and there's not much I can do about that if it's on their audio. And the way Audio Hijack sort of works, there's my audio and there's everyone else's audio. Right. So I can cut out all of the times I cough or I swear or like, you know, all of that stuff that, that no one else should be able to hear. And, and certainly I've missed them. And I've been, sometimes when I've had the listen back, I'll be like, back up, I missed that one. Because um, I make a, I'm writing down times, time stamps hmm. of certain bits, like as we record as well. Um, which is handy for obviously when I'm going, <laughs> but also, not that I make that noise. But also, for instance, if there was a problem with the audio and it cut out for a second and we come back, or, you know, a toilet break, which yeah. actually sometimes happens, um, and then I can cut it together so that no, hopefully no one knows it's ever happened. Yeah. I mean, I mean me, sometimes I listen back and I go, oh, I can hear the cut there. Um, but, you know, it's not, not the end of the world if it is a massive edit, but, you know, or, or like the times when I've got to copy and paste a an external interview into a chat that's just between the, the three sort of hosts. Yeah. Um, so everything's sort of written down so I know where to find it when I'm looking back at that audio clip afterwards. Um, because otherwise you're looking at a three and a half hour sort of audio oh. clip and you'd be like, oh God, at what point did I make that boo-boo? Uh, I've got to find it now. Yeah. Um, yeah, so so that's you know just being prepared for it. Mm. Um, that that was always handy, and, and and certainly as it went on, I I did think I want to get a better microphone. Mm. So I, I I now just use um, you know a lot of people I see people like having like big podcast setups or like podcast arms hanging down in front of them and all this jazz and like big headphones and stuff. I've literally just got the headphones that I just use for my, you know, when I go for a run in-ear headphones i've got a blue uh snowball microphone which yep. is just like a little round it's a ball basically that sits on your desk and i got that initially and then with all the p's and the b's um sometimes when you say those the audio sort of breaks at that point yeah when, it could be when you say something like that loud so um later on down the line i got myself i forgot what they call it now it's the the little sort of meshy, I can't think of words. The pop filter. The pop filter, that's yeah. it. Pop. Um, pop. <laughs> yeah, I've got a little uh, pop filter which is just attached. Yeah. And yeah, it's all very simple because I don't have the podcast mic in all the time. It's just sat on the side of my desk because I'm using the same computer I use for work. Um, when Sunday night comes along, I literally just plug the mic in, sit it down in front of me, look at my script. Yes, yep. there's a script. And then, then I'm off to the races. You know, it's as simple as that. The, the importance of a script is um, and structure is massive because um, we have fun and things go off the rails. And obviously, you know, some people go, oh, you know, trying to get things back on track, you know, ha ha ha. But there is, there is a structure. And if you think about doing a podcast, anyone have a structure because you can really tell when people don't. And it just becomes nonsense. You know, the way we've got it set up on our one intro now sponsorship ad um the main meat of the episode the the interview the topic the conversation yeah. whatever we've got some shout outs and 
then the very important recommendations where we add to people's Amazon wish lists or, or comic book convention wish lists, etc., and cost them loads of money. Yeah. Um, the the semi-professional links where you can find us. Goodbye. And that's it. Mm. Do you know what I mean, it's um, I know, and because you've got that structure, when I'm looking at the time, the literal clock in the corner, I know we need to be here by yeah. this time. Yeah. Um, which is always really important. And you can tell when it's over. You know, if I'm looking at that clock and it's overrunning, I'm like, oh, right, okay. If this is overrunning, we've got less time to do this other thing. Yeah. Um, and this is all stuff you learn as it, as it goes along. It just becomes second nature. Do you find that? The more you do it, the more you like, right, okay. Yeah, yeah. it is. Because, when I, again, when I started, because I tend to, um, I have to have things planned. Um, it's just my nature, that. Mm. And I kind of, you know, I had a pad and I was making notes and I, I kind of had an idea of how long I wanted things to be. And But I didn't want to be too precious about that because I've had some people on that are so, you know, and you've had this, where, you, you know, some people just talk and they're so interesting that you just let them go. You know, you go with the flow of it because it'd be a shame to, to kind of curtail that a little bit. Mm. But there still has to be that structure bit, doesn't it? You're right, where, you know, you need to start it, you need to be clear about what you're doing and you need to end it. And I think because we can't pay people, one of the important things that we can do is give people the opportunity to talk about where you can find the work and where the links yeah. are and all that stuff. And you're right. I mean, if I didn't have my notes, I think I'd be, yeah, you know, I'd be, be even more of a shambles than it probably sounds I mean, you, already. You, I mean, you, you gave me, um, you know, some info leading up to this. And I mean, obviously, I've been rambling and, and the order of the stuff that we talked about is all over the shop. Yeah. I've just been waffling on. But again, the notes are there just as a yeah. almost like an aid yeah. memoir of things that would be nice yeah. to talk about. But yeah. if we don't, sometimes I've, get to I've them. had like questions in front of me, and someone else has asked something and it's been covered. Yeah, so I'm like, right, okay, that's fine. Don't need to it's funny because sometimes, I've, and I've heard this on podcasts where people feel because it's in the, the the list of questions, they have to ask the question again, and you kind of like they've just answered that. And you, you yeah. can hear the guests going, um, well, as I just said. Yeah. And I think yeah. it's that ability to be able to drop a question and not worry about the fact that you're not asked exactly the question you've written mm. because they've answered it in a roundabout way somewhere else. Yeah. And that, that generally happens with, with things that are more conversational, don't they? You know, people yeah. will answer I've a lot got, of stuff. I've normally got, because um, I'm usually the one that kicks off the, you know, do an introduction and then I kick off the discussion. Um. I've normally got that to get us started. Maybe I'll have another question and that's it. Because the way I see it is, it's a casual chat. And yeah. as soon as you get people started, started talking about their own work, I will I will think of questions because when they're giving me information, I want to know about this or I want to know about that. Mm. And sometimes, you know, Tony and Dan will also want to know about it, so they'll get there before me. Or like you know, we'll we'll change topic. You know, it, it's a it's a natural conversation, and never yeah. a uh, never one of those MTV asking a movie star sort of you know when they they're just asking the same questions over and over again. Yeah, um, yeah, you know, and ho- so, hopefully we ask um, questions that will generally um, get informative answers. Yeah, and and that's the thing. I mean, it it, it really does just sound like. And even with your guests, it sounds like you're incredibly comfortable with them and that, you know, it's a conversation rather than an interview or an yeah. interrogation, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, that again, I think speaks to the way that you guys are relaxed in your approach. And I think that rubs off on people, you know. Mm. It's, I think it's, um, 
I, it's nice when that happens sometimes with like you know the the, the guests we've had on that I never thought I'd I'd speak to in my entire life mm. and then I'm speaking you know I'm chatting to them and and that that's nice when like those sort of people just talk to you in a really relaxed manner which they normally do anyway yeah but it's those other the other people that are like oh, I'm quite nervous I haven't done this before I'm always like look when we get going you'll be fine yeah trust me you'll be fine and within like five minutes the guard's down and it's like oh yeah they don't know what they're talking about so this will be fine uh, <laughs> you know it's Fun. It's fun. It is That's fun. It and it's, at, at yeah. The end, at the end of the day. Yeah. Because mm. it's meant to be entertaining, isn't it? Mm. So, yeah. but speaking of things that maybe aren't so fun, I mean, I suppose we have to come on to <laughs> the infamous question around have you ever had any podcast nightmares? Um, I don't think you've probably got an example for this, Vince, to be honest. You know? <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know if you can think of one that you might want to recount to us at um, all. We had. <laughs> We had one time where I think it was a short episode that week, wasn't it? I think, I think it was because, um, yeah, it was leading up to the release of the our first comic anthology, the first issue of that. Yeah, and so the wonderful Is McAuliffe, um, I invited her on to talk to us about it. Um. And she came on. I think the, I think the first time we tried to schedule her on, yeah, that was it. Cause that was that was a joke. The first time we tried to schedule her on was on a Friday night, and my internet just crapped out, so I couldn't do it that night. Um, so I had to reschedule that. And then when we did we did the chat, we just thought, oh, we're talking about oh, let, let's just turn the tables a bit, have someone questioning us about our comic. Um, and she was brilliant. She came on. She asked us about all the individual comics, and like you know, it, it was such a good chat. Yeah, and then we all hung up, said goodbye and stuff, and and like left. And I just looked, and it hadn't recorded any of it. It was the one time where I took my eye off the ball and it didn't record. Yeah, and my heart just. And this was also at a point where maybe I, I was, had too much pressure on myself. Anyway, I was like, oh god, you know, I was absolutely. I just lost my shit basically, and Tony just got in touch with me and said, look, should we just do like a quick half hour or whatever like that just just to say and i went on and i, I, I people came up to me afterwards like because i think we had a convention um shortly afterwards and they were like they, people come up with like condolences which is sort of like because they, they must have been able to hear it in my voice that i was like oh you know i was just absolutely gutted yeah um but it, i mean that was a learning as well you, you that happened and now i'm like yeah, well, at the end of the day, if, if if that happens again, I will I will be upset. It's natural to be upset. Yeah, but I'm not I'm not going to. My soul won't be as destroyed as it you, was. You won't be on time. the ledge. Yeah, we still put out half an hour though. <laughs> <laughs> was it half an hour of you going? No, oh, was like, oh, look, just to let you know, we had something oh, planned. Brilliant. Oh, blah blah blah. Um, yeah, so that that's all good. And there are you know there are technical issues that come up sometimes. Um, um, but I can't. I th- that was obviously the big one. I think that was the big one, and like the internet just not not working on yeah. a particular day. But even if worse came to worse, now like if we couldn't release on a Monday, we do it on a Tuesday because, like, I say, yeah, this is this is just you know, I'm it's gravy, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's all it's all good, baby. It's all yeah, good. It, it is. It, 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 it doesn't matter. Yeah. You know. 
So let's go on to the nicer thing then. So the last question I've got for you okay. is okay. Um, if you'd have a dream guest on the podcast to appear on uh, Awesome Comics, and they could be living or dead, but obviously, as I said last week to Eamon, if they're dead, they might not be quite as talkative, I would imagine. Who would you have on? Who would you love to have on the show? Mm. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's, I mean, it's such a big question. Mm. Anytime I talked, like, I would get the chance to talk to someone whose comics I read, I was actively a fan of. Anyone like that, that mm. is, that is, um, that's a bit of a crazy, what? How is this happening? Yeah. Um, and there's certainly been times in the past where, um, I've like just texted like a couple of my friends who aren't on the podcast and just sort of said, Oh, guess who I'm talking to for the show this week? And they'd be like, fucking hell. <laughs> um, because, you know, we were, we were the kids reading comics, you yeah. know, reading those comics and stuff. Yeah. Um, I mean, obviously there's been some shows in the past where I've talked to some people that I'm massive fans of. Yeah. But going forward, I think you could just, as a murderous row of creators, Probably, I'd have to. Oh, I've just got to pick some. Do you know what? I'm just going to pick some nineties ones, eh? Oh, it's controversial. Uh, fuck controversy, because <laughs> I, I I was reading comics in the nineties. Um, no, but I, I tell you what, any any time. Um, I mean, you know, if, if I could speak to a Jim Lee, or I mean, how entertaining would a Rob Liefeld chat be? Actually, no, I take that one back. Uh, <laughs> I just I just spend the entire hour and a half asking him about feet. No. Then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, yeah, it's, it's a difficult one because I also there's the um, oh, podcast producer head on, mm. if you know what I mean. Um, because there's also the people that are going to be great enter not entertainment but it, entertaining and informative. Yeah, and. Um, there's been a lot of like names that are quite like bigger names, like Durf Backdurf, for instance. Mm-hmm. I'm I wasn't au fait with his work. I, I I wasn't. I knew it. Of course, I knew it. Like my friend Dharma, you know, how mm-hmm. did you not know it? Um, but I didn't know so much going into our chat with him, and that that was just a mind blowing conversation. And I've since bought the book. Obviously, I bought mm-hmm. the book before the show. So it's it's the, the guest that I always want on is the fantastic new discovery that the creator that i haven't discovered yet that i'm a massive fan of because sometimes i put the shout out to you know i don't like doing the public shout outs i like to do a lot of the information off grid if that makes sense yeah i'm not one of those hey at such and such love love to chat to you i mean i've done it once or twice and certainly it's, it's it's become pretty fruitful um, for some of our shows when the people have retired right reply to me like yeah i'll chat to you i'm like i'm sorry what yeah. Said, did you say yes? <laughs> um, uh, and there is some stuff that is in the pipeline. Wow, um, which is pretty. I'll, 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 I'll let you know when we finish. Um, when we get yeah, brilliant. That, um, one, but uh, but at the same time, a lot of these things are they're not like, hey there, speak to yeah. you tomorrow. Yeah, it is a lot of work. So yeah, it's a weak answer to say. My the guest I want on is the person I haven't discovered yet, but I think that's really it. it it is because I've discovered so much through the show, mm. and I'm gonna keep discovering more from the show. I mean, I could look at my bookshelf right now and just oh, Stan Sakai. I'd love to get Stan Sakai, yeah, on the show. That would be unbelievable. 
Um, let's say, I mean, just so many. Yeah, John McRae. I think he. I've got uh, just looking at one of his books. I think I, I always, I always thought he. I've met him at a couple of conventions. I think oh, he'd be a natural to be on the show. He was great. I mean, I was lucky enough to get John on yeah. for a show, and and yeah, he's, a lovely, he's a lovely bloke. bloke. I mean, he's. Yeah. You know he's, he's so accommodating, and mm. you know, and that was another one where I felt some pressure because you know he gave up his time, and we, we talked for about two and a half hours, I think. Yeah. And um, you know, the guy's just got so many stories and and anecdotes because he was, you know, he was in that golden period through the the eighties and nineties. You know, God, yeah, and then and, when and, he was doing Hitman, and stuff, yeah, just... you know, and the, the stories about him and, and Garth Ennis and him and and obviously he's very close with Steve Dillon and people like that. And it's just, but he's just such a lovely, self-effacing guy who yeah. just loves comics. Yeah, and I, I like that when you hear somebody who is quote unquote famous in the comics world, and you do listen yeah. to them, and it's not all about them. It's about yeah. comics and about comic creation and fans and th- and you just think that that's the kind of thing that keeps you keeps you going, yeah. doesn't it? So I get where yeah. you're coming from about having the next big thing, but yeah, I, c- I could imagine Sakai would be very interesting indeed. Yeah, um, yeah. I did put an over- I, d- I did put a blind shout out to Arthur Adams once. Actually, yeah, Arthur Adams would be fucking amazing. He's one yeah. of my Mount Rushmore's Arthur Adams, but you know. See, I'd love to, no, I'd love to talk to Brian Bolland. Um, oh, God, yeah, yeah. Because, just because I think of all the artists that I can think of, he's the, the one that I always think about that made me want to draw comics. Yeah. And, you know, obviously, I'm not a Brian Bolland. Jesus, you know, I'm not even a Brian Blessed when you see me work. But, <laughs> um, you know, but he, he he inspired me and that was the thing. And I'd just yeah. love to... to I think have a chat with him about his process and his his yeah. history and stuff. But I mean, I, you know, you're not going to get these these people. You but never know. You can ask. You never know. You I mean, know. I've I knew this has happened. I didn't. I couldn't think of a name. And then the, the, the longer we go on, all right. And all right. And the, the name I'll say. I'd love to talk to Garth Ennis. Ooh, that would be Garth, interesting. Garth Ennis has written some of my all-time favorite mm. comics or comic moments um, of all kinds of books, and I've only heard him on one or two podcasts and yeah i think he's a fascinating bloke yeah and yeah yeah that that would be the one i'd pick all right i'll, I'll pick that one well if you're listening you called my, you my bluff you called my bluff all right all yeah right. well well if garth ennis is listening yeah um get in touch yeah. with vince because he'll be giving his link soon yeah get get your people to call my people <laughs> <laughs> yeah and tell you to leave him alone yeah yeah <laughs> yeah oh that's been brilliant mate i really enjoyed that it's been fascinating to kind of just maybe have a chat with you as an individual rather than as part of a collective as well. Because, you know, <laughs> it's strange because a lot of people can't sometimes break, you know, groups of people into separate identities sometimes because yeah. they become a, and, a and, whole. And there is the podcast identity as well. Um, yeah. We do talk about this sometimes that because we are, um, we turned up to 11, should we say, when we do. And I think that's partly the enthusiasm and the yeah. excitement we have chatting every week. But, you know, and because we are chummy, we're we're very sort of friendly with each other and we, we poke, you know, fun at mm. each other and stuff. Um, and sometimes that opens the door. You know, it's, it's some people who you don't recognise their avatar or, or anything like that, you know, their face, you don't know who they are from the internet and they make a joke and you, you're like, hold on, who are you? Do you know what yeah, I mean? Sorry about that, Vince. <laughs> oh, no, you're, you're right. I know you're a... <laughs> 
This word has been censored. Where's my bleeper? Yeah. Get the fog on out. Um, yeah, so there, there is the... Because um, I am... I do, I do a public podcast, but I am an intensely private person. Mm. Very private. Mm. Um, you know, so... Yeah, no, there are, there are, the, there are been... the moments when I'm, I just want to go back to my bunker, which I'm going to now. You, you, you got me to come out of my shell for a couple of hours. I know, I teased you out like a tapeworm with a bit of bacon. And, oh, uh, it's time for you God, to... God, I feel sick and turned on. <laughs> it's time for you to <laughs> slither back in. But, oh. um, <laughs> but oh, no. Is this gen- how you treat guests? <laughs> just call me a fucking tapeworm. <laughs> Oh dear! I, I uh, shall rest deep within you. <laughs> until, hey, until now then, the... it's not that kind of a podcast. Oh well, well, you know, the night is young. <laughs> yeah, brilliant. No, it's been really great. Man. Really yeah, enjoyed it, and I, really I, hope, nice, I hope people listening have enjoyed it as well. I'm sure they will have. So, yes. is there any any other kind of um, projects, anything that you'd like to let listeners know about? Um. I've got a few things in the pipeline at the moment. I'm throwing, throwing a lot of ideas about basically trying to figure out what the hell I'm doing. But, but until then, the podcast is the sort of main thing. Uh, my comics have sort of stalled a bit this year. There's been sort of a stop-start kind of thing. So in, in 2021, I'm going to be getting back onto that. Yeah. Um, yeah, so it's, but the podcast is, is coming out every week, so that's not going anywhere. Great. So, yeah. Excellent. And um, do you want to give people some idea of where they can find your work and links to your social medias etc self-promotion mode activated if you want to hear more of my waffle or pictures of my cats uh, on social media i'm at jester diablo Um, the actual podcast itself is the awesome comics podcast it comes out every monday unless of course i can't be bothered no uh, it comes out every monday um and you can find it on itunes spotify no apple Podcasts. that's what i've learned recently it's not itunes anymore apple Podcasts, amazon spotify all your networks uh as well as uh, the website awesomecomics.podbean.com which if you go there you can actually see links to like the stuff we talk about and like you know hopefully um hopefully you'll uh, check out some of the shows and discover some new creators and books that you'll become big fans of never never mind us we want you to like learn how how to do stuff and discover and support some indie creators because you won't go back as soon as you start you won't go back i can be testament to that because that happened to me (laughs) i'm both sorry and proud because honestly you've opened my eyes to the world of small press comics Mm. and you know i'll be eternally grateful for that because you guys really did pull me in and and Mm. you know of again cost me a fortune i buy more small press than i do mainstream stuff now and i have yeah, done for quite a I'm while totally, uh, yeah i'm totally the same and, and the community itself i think has been yeah uh helpful for a lot of people um in in a year like this year i think um you know and i'm not talking about the community about the podcast i'm talking about the indie comics yeah uh, yeah community anyway because it's just Absolutely. such a nice place full of lovely people so brilliant yeah. and if you're interested in finding out a bit more about what i do then you can see my work at art 92 so the website's art92.com facebook twitter instagram again all art 92 because like i say every week you know you get go to buy, our age. go buy his stuff it's awesome you get well you, you get to our age you, you're lucky if you remember to put your pants on in the morning so you have more than one <laughs> bloody handle for your social media that's it you know i mean 
my fingerprint thing stopped working. I've and... never used a fingerprint thing. Oh, do you know what? Because I can't remember passwords and everything was like, can't log you in, doesn't recognise your fingerprint. And I was like, shit. And I spent all day just going through the death loop of captures, you know, picking out buses and boats to try and log into stuff again. Oh, God. Um, and if you've enjoyed this show and if you haven't enjoyed the show, then hang your heads in shame because it's been <laughs> wonderful. Thank um, you for sticking with all my waffling. I, I've, I've actually, I have no idea. This is what happens every week as well. When the show finishes, I have no idea what I've said. Yeah, I do that. Yeah. And, and then I listen back and I think, oh, you know. Oops. Yeah, some of that made sense. Yeah, and uh, I do actually find myself laughing quite a lot when I'm editing at things people have said that I'd forgotten they'd said to me as well. That amused me as much the second time around. So if you have enjoyed this show, then you you can check out previous episodes. We're on Podbean, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and there's there's loads of stuff that we're on that I didn't even know existed. So wherever you get your podcasts from, then we'll probably be on there. And if you feel inclined to give us a review then please do, because apparently it, it gives a thing called social proof, doesn't it? You know, where it proves that What's people that? are... Act- apparently it's something where they track um, by your reviews if people are actually even listening to you, and then they bump you up the algorithms or whatever. Yeah, um, really? yeah I know. There's some, I mean, some I, I guy from the States was telling me about this, and I was like, oh, right. But mm. sounded convincing, so, you know, it could be nonsense. <laughs> Most of what I say usually is. Every, everything's nonsense. We're just making the best of it. <laughs> so, that's God, true. that's so deep, isn't it, eh? It is. Oh, we... I'm so zen. <laughs> you'll, be, you'll be on a poster, an inspirational I'm a, I'm calendar a, I'm, a, I'm a walking fucking cat poster. <laughs> in fact, that's around. something you guys should do. You should do an inspirational calendar, and you could have a quote from you, and then another do, month do, could be Tony you know and Dan's what? bombshell. I, I, w- I would be open to that idea until some of the ideas actually come in, come along, and I'd want to torpedo the idea immediately because <laughs> I just think that's a terrible idea. Why did but, we do this? Well, it's better than the nudie calendar you were talking about earlier. I've so, never um... talked about anything like that. <laughs> Sorry, just it's my, fan- book. Just my fantasies book. again. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> Oh, oh superb! Well, thanks again, Vince. Um, Thank you. Dude. Genuinely appreciate it's you pleasure. coming on, mate. And as always, hopefully, I shall see you face to face in the future. Oh, I do. well, I hope so because mm. I've really missed conventions and yeah, yeah. just harassing you guys and stuff. It's you know, it's always a pleasure. Um, and if you've enjoyed this show, then join us again next week for another episode of Old Men to That. We'll continue our art of series. And until then, I'll leave you with a quote from the uh, comics legend Stan Lee. And quite apt for the times when he said, anything that entertains and takes people away from their own problems is good. Thanks for listening. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.